Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. What's up, people? You're welcome to Tech Bytes with Tech Next. We're set to bring to you everything exciting about the tech space in Nigeria, across Africa, and indeed the entire globe. My name is David Afalayo, and I have with me our foundational tech bro, Danny. <laughs> Hello, world, Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this this past week has been an exciting one. Um, it's a Children's Day celebration, and for a lot of companies celebrated Children's Day, a lot of countries, even churches. Um, so for us at TechNext, we did a Tech Teen series um, where we showcased teenagers that are doing exciting stuff in the tech space um, across Africa. And that was a very exciting video to watch. Yeah, um, today, we are going to be continuing that conversation. We are going to have some teenagers join us on the podcast and we'll be talking about the beautiful things that you are doing in the space um dami what do you think about that actually i think it's amazing that more young people are getting into this space and they are doing amazing stuff yeah it means that in the next couple of years we'll be having these people at the end of affairs and in, in big tech companies i mm-hmm. mean companies that they've also founded will be big at the end of the day and they'll probably join bigger companies and will be like the next India kind of vibe where we have CEOs from Nigeria at this big company. So great, great. So for today's podcast, we'll be having Michael, uh, Abigail, and Claire join us for an exciting conversation. But first, we are going to be taking you around the world of tech. We're going to be sharing exciting updates from the global tech space. And that is around the world of tech in 10 minutes. So let's get to the first story. Starlink. Um, Elon Musk Starlink, a satellite internet constellation company, is here in Nigeria. We saw a tweet by um, one of the world's richest men um, <laughs> sometimes last week weekend saying that the Nigerian Telecommunications Commission, NCC, has approved for Starlink to operate in Nigeria. Um, so people are excited about quality premium internet coming but there are also conversations about the pricing so what do you think Dami? quality yes i mean but but, but why <laughs> it would it would change the game i mean low we have more low at of the satellite um internet services coming on i mean one was just launching ghana recently mm-hmm. and and stuff like that i think it would change the game it would it would keep telcos the traditional telecoms and fiber guys on their toes but at the same time you you would have to deal with the costs and mm. ideally Sha, really no new technology is always cheap when it comes in mm. so it is mm. very high at I first, mean, for start, at first, at yeah, first. For starting, I, I remember when mtn and the others came out people were buying sim for 50 <laughs> exactly that is something that was on. <laughs> so, so, so what you so. think is at some point the price is going to go down 
not really go down but at some point the price would even now say so would be like you're buying the 5k uh, yeah, great, data and great, stuff great. like that because coming in people are estimating that the price for getting a stalic apart from installation cost is about 50k monthly yeah and that's nine dollars and that's quite a lot I, I think they're even looking at new prices uh, new price will be like 110 but they've not started running that yet as even with the 99 oh. and getting the old kit installation is like 500 and something thousand naira no dollars 500 and something dollars yeah, so that's about 300 000 naira. that's that's quite a lot of money so quite a lot of people don't understand what the satellite internet system is like so it's not like um our regular telcos where companies will have to start digging everywhere mm-hmm. and putting yeah. in fiber to connect spaces and they will announce oh we now have forging a quiet bomb we are forging <laughs> so it's going to be from the space from the space it means everywhere can it. be covered exactly just almost immediately yeah. and that's another amazing thing and that's another amazing thing for for the uh for the tech thing because you can literally use it from anywhere Mm. anywhere in the space like mm. anywhere even from mm. the village mm. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment um starlink is in 32 countries across the world um we we reported sometimes last year that starlink is approaching the ncc for a license mm. um and that has come in now that was very fast <laughs> when, when is when money is <laughs> yeah you are you're certainly... conversation started last year yeah and here we are I, I also think if the company is ready Oftentimes, people get licenses when they are not ready. Think about the 5G. MTN is already running to have theirs ready by yeah, August. I mean, when we had the spaces. Already. Yeah, but we don't even know when MAFAB. We don't even know what it do. Who is MAFAB? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go to the next story. Uh, Meta CEO, COO, has stepped down. She's stepping down after 14 years. Um, her name wow. is Sherry Sandberg. I've always heard his name for many years. And <laughs> she, was, she was the chief operation officer operating officer at facebook, facebook or, meta. or meta for a long time and now she's going to be stepping down as the chief operating officer but she will still remain as a board member um 52 year old um just just to know that Sherzenberg was working with a consulting firm mckinsey uh, before she joined meta what, what do you think about that i think i think the story of ivan joining uh, Facebook was interesting. She was at mm. the birthday party yeah. where she met Mark and everything. And someone said something on Twitter like, "It's not, it's not good. It's not, it's not, it's not the best. I mean, like, it's not the only thing to have to be smart. You also have to have people that can invite you to parties where you can mm. get to know people. Mm. Because mm. come on, mm. imagine the like, kind of party that she must have exactly. met. Exactly, like, party. <laughs> but, uh, but, but that's interesting. She yeah. says she's stepping down to focus on her foundation and her philanthropy philanthropical efforts so. too much money i mean <laughs> once you I, get to a point in your good, career you bro. just have to think of that that's good so retired, okay she's on 52 maybe we have a 40. <laughs> 40 in Nigeria. <laughs> people will now be asking sure, love you, sure, <laughs> so i mean one one credit that she has was her joining facebook really uh, made the team to start thinking about how to monetize what they had mm-hmm. and um the ipo after right yes even before the ipo when when mark and the other guys started facebook they just wanted something cool something techy beautiful but we know that having sandberg on the on the team brought about the financial direction and um, we saw facebook starting to monetize really creating 
a lot of system to really work their ad, ads platform and before we know it facebook was making a lot of money i mean um, one of the biggest in fact the biggest okay maybe i said google share one of the biggest platform in the world <laughs> she was made a board member in 2012 yeah. um after they they, they did their IPO, ipo and um because she was a board member she was given some shares and all of a sudden she became a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she also she also like increased the maternity leave. Yeah, yeah that, for that's, that, that's another interesting maternity thing. Women in tech. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next story is Google TV. Google TV is coming to Africa. So you guys have heard about all forms of TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, here that Apple here TV. we we have Airtel TV, Apple TV, and, and the rest. Now there is Google. And and the thing about Google, when I hear the word Google, it always brings mass to my head, like the majority of the population, because not very many people use Apple mm-hmm. as much as you have a lot of people using Android. So Google is, has created its own TV in 2020, low key, not so much announcement. Um, a year later, it's extended to 14 countries in 2021, Canada, India, UK, um and now google just comes out to say we've expanded to more countries over 100 countries including nigeria oh, wow. 32 countries in africa that's amazing <laughs> so so we have google tv in africa we have google tv in angola in benin in Botswana, burkina faso cape verde Cote d'Ivoire, egypt gabon mali mauritius namibia nigeria rwanda senegal south africa tanzania uganda Zimbabwe and Zambia. Okay, so we are launching with South Africa at the same time. Everybody. So, (laughs) no, Ghana is bigger than Nigeria. We are all starting at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting. So, so what what, what, what can people do with the Google TV? I mean, it allows you to access movies and shows from services like Netflix, HBO Max, Prime Video, Disney Plus. I think one exciting thing about it for me is the fact that it's like a chronic cloud movies from this platform. So mm. you don't have to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this mm. separately. Mm. You could just do Google TV and you get. I'm sure it will not be all the shows, mm-hmm. but selected shows from all those platforms. Which is so so nice. so it's like a so it's like a DSTV for mm-hmm. for exactly. online streaming platform. Exactly. So instead so of that, you downloading a app for Netflix for for um hbo, HBO for max Apple, uh, Pro- prime this. video you have Mine's everything somewhere like dstv so you can just watch sports you can watch football you can what you want to watch fantastic it makes sense fantastic. hopefully hopefully when they when they launch i mean they've launched already but they will have the the new uh what's it called that new hbo max series mm. the spin-off of game of thrones i can subscribe and watch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they, i mean google said it has already 100 million downloads that's a lot so don't be late to the game guys check it out mm-hmm. um finally terra 2.0 kicks off and for those of you that have been following our podcast for a while you realize that we've had a lot of conversations when we had a significant dip in the crypto space yeah and we've, we've had experts on this podcast talk about terra 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 was responsible <laughs> so, yeah if, if, you, if you want to know the inside of that story go back to listen to our podcast five and six where we had yeah. interviews with experts on on the house of terror and the pains and the willings of the bitcoin investors <laughs> yeah so terror once w- went on a redemption drive 
they wanted to launch Terra 2.0, hopefully to correct the pains of of Terra and Luna 1.0. But um, the kicking off did not kick off well because we, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they launched, they launched at 17.8 dollars for each Terra, yeah, and the thing has crashed by over 68 percent, about 6.09 dollars, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I think it's crazy. It only went to like 17, then mm-hmm. it went to nine, and over time it has dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped now to six. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I think it's the market really dealing with that Dokon guy, like Baba, mm-hmm. it's enough. But the people I'm paying for is the people that believed in the in the in the vibe and buying it and invested again. Yeah, but someone someone said that when people first bought Bitcoin, no, was it Bitcoin? Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah, I said when he first bought Ethereum, it was like two hundred dollars for a long time, and next thing everything went to about four thousand dollars, and he had become a billionaire. So he's saying that if you buy Luna now, and you can keep it, you can keep it. Oh, okay, know. I mean, if you have money to buy, please buy. <laughs> no financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own research. Exactly. But, but South Korean, the South Korean government has, has launched it, investigations. Yeah, it's launching investigation yeah. in, into the one. But also saying that they need to create a mechanism to sure, ensure yeah. that um, innovators in the future wouldn't just create platforms like this, take a lot of money from people, and they say, it guys, crashes. that's crash. Yeah, uh, I, I know. I know the UK and Canada are also looking at regulations for stable coins that are pegged against the dollar. So, mm. so yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're working on that. And there'll be they're working on a crypto body for next year too. So that's a whole of thing. We might see it's like really impacting the whole crypto space and. Mm. Mm. It, it's different mm. Mm. we'll be watching we'll be of watching course. and we'll be, be sure a, that we'll be giving you updates <laughs> <laughs> yeah so guys we have been around the world of tech in in, in 10 minutes and that is exciting um we, ideally we're supposed to share with you basketballs from the social media space oh, every it's time in politics but this but this time it has always been politics and yesterday <laughs> was just the wailing of, of the jb <laughs> Uh, okay okay yeah uh, i mean it's still it's, a, it's still an ongoing conversation i'm sure that by next week we'll be certain who is the candidate yeah of, of and we can begin party. to explore their yeah. tech thing that they can yeah. it's yes, very important yes, yes yes we know some of the the aspirants on the political parties share their manifesto but they are not really important to us because they have no one mm-hmm. right but we're certain who is going to be the candidate of the pdp we are looking out for who is going to be the candidate of the APC. APC. So we have, we have three labor already too. So. Labor already. So we'll be ex- it will be exciting if we can speak with any of them on this podcast. I, I think the labor guy is always speaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now to our interview of the day. Um, today we'll be we'll be having an exciting conversation. Like I said, we'll be looking at tech things, celebrating kids doing wonders in the African tech space celebrating kids doing wonders in the African tech space. I mean, the tech space in Africa had really gone from talking about some elusive big companies into day-to-day innovations that are affecting lives of regular Africans. In those years, working in tech, being an engineer in tech, is just like going to school to study mechanical engineering (laughs) and getting to work in an oil company or something. But now, that process has been demystified and a lot of people are seeing it as something that you could do on your own from the yeah. comfort of your house Self-learn. and that you could teach kids and learn from when you were young and we have stories of people across the globe that self 
trained themselves and have become something big. I saw a picture of Elon Musk many years ago when he was trying to repair a car, trying to <laughs> tweak his own car. And the mom yeah. said, perhaps this was when the idea of Tesla came, came from. into his head. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we also know that uh, Mark Zuckerberg did a lot of tweaks with computers before he started Facebook on his own. So we have some young people in Nigeria who also have that experience and who are presently doing some exciting stuff at very young age, sometime yeah. when very many Nigerians are still thinking of writing while going into school. And not, people are not even sure Jump what they want to years. do. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you want to do medicine, you it's landed in biochemistry, you landed in microbiology. And after you land in, you land in a bank. <laughs> <laughs> after, after all of that, you know, you're not be doing marketing. <laughs> so, but we have people who already know what they're about to do. Mm. And um, on this call, we have Michael. Michael Mudru is um, he's 17 and he's a software engineer. Wow. Imagine. <laughs> and uh, we have Abigail. Abigail is 16 and she's a cyber security expert. Um, Michael, can you hear us? Okay, great. So Abigail, tell us, how did you find your way into tech? Can you, can you remember your first encounter with whatever tech is? Can you describe your first encounter with tech? How did you get into tech? Okay, thank you. I knew about tech in 2018 through my older sister, who is a web developer and UI UX designer. Okay, so uh, uh, how, how did the introduction go? Was it that she brought the system to you? She told you about her job or what? She attended the uh, summer bootcamp. Okay. So part of the things she said, I was like, I was like, let it go. You attended the bootcamp with her, or you were going through her notes when she came back home? Yeah, I was going through her notes, like, kind of, and also like looking at us. Oh, that was exciting. Secondary learning. Um, uh, uh, Michael, how about you? How, how, how did you get introduced to tech? What was your first encounter? Can you remember? was like he came to school one day and he brought his cms to school called wordpress right he brought wordpress to school and then he was explained to us what wordpress does and how it builds up without code right and then funny enough only me had interest in it i actually enjoyed i i had interest as in i was caught with the idea that it's really cool right and then that's where i i, I believe that's where it all started from you would take things from okay so going on from there uh abigail how did you how did you develop the interest after your encounter with your sister's bootcamp notes? What did you do next? Okay, after that, then the next day, 20, I attended the same bootcamp. Yeah, you went to back to the same bootcamp she went to. Yes, like the next day, 2019. Okay. And so what difference did that bootcamp make for you? Yeah, I learned like different skills in tech, like animation, web development, social media management, photography, IT security. But I I got interested in coding, cybersecurity and photography. 
the bootcamp changed my life. And from that bootcamp, I got a laptop. Yeah, I during towards the end of the bootcamp, we thought like I've um, come up with pro, um, solutions to problems in our community, and yeah, I came up with a solution to yeah to lack of practicalized education in Nigeria. Yeah. Wow, that is exciting. What, how did that go? What solution did you come up with? And did anybody use it? Yeah, building a mobile app, yeah, and using like a virtual machine to like carry out practicals and classifications. Okay, is that mobile app still functional as we speak? No, it was just an idea then, yeah. Okay. That, that's an interesting journey, Abigail. Um, Michael, how about you? Um, after your exposure to the WordPress um, lecture, how did you develop your interest in tech? All right, all right. So um, I began with like like doing WordPress. Um, so I started to learn WordPress on my own. I was doing it for fun at the time. But mm-hmm. then I couldn't do that much because you know, it was my final year. I started to like write exams, like YEG and stuff. They all came up. And so they all like like it started the process. So I literally stopped tech like for a long time. I was just pre-reading mental school, right? Even up to twenty twenty one, I finally did the whole thing, posted me and stuff, and then I didn't get the admission, sadly. <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean I remember the results came out like March and then mm-hmm. I was there for like two months, April, May, nothing, I didn't see nothing. And that same year, last year, I couldn't write UTME as well for some very funny reasons. And so that year was gone for me. I knew that year was gone for me. I couldn't go to school. Mm-hmm. All, all my friends went to school. All my friends went to school, right? Except for me. So I started to go back. And I, I, I told myself that, okay, let me learn how to code mm-hmm. so that I can prepare myself for when I get to school and ace my programming tests or programming exams. Because I was I was really clean to um, computer engineering. I went to study computer engineering in University of Lagos. So mm-hmm. I started learning how to code, like, this day last year ago, like third of June last year, right? I started learning how to code. Mm-hmm. And then I started coding every day because I actually enjoyed coding. I remember doing um the, the challenges my front-end mentor, right? And I was like, for every week there's a new challenge. And I was doing every challenge every week. And <laughs> it was fun, really. And that's where the whole interest began because I could solve problems with with code, right? I could find something something important, something cool with computers mm-hmm. before, with just games, games something. Pests and all those things, but now I can actually do something cool and, and it was fun, right? It was really fun for me. Mm. And then you know, that's where you all began. It was June last year, you all began. Although mm. I was introduced to tech way before, but I never mm-hmm. said anything serious with it because of the exams and all. Mm. So last year I just said, yeah, last year I said the real coding, the real deal. It was mm. fun. That's exciting. Uh, so are you still following up on your admission to the University of Lagos now, or has that process yeah. been completed? It, I'm not in school, literally, and it's very funny because I've not applied again this year. Because mm-hmm. deep down in me, I don't want to go. Like, <laughs> right? <I don't> <laughs> go. <laughs> right? Deep down, I don't want to go. But then, you know, but the society is there, right? Yeah. My mom is there, and she's on my head. She's like, you have to go, you have to go, you have to go. And I'm like, okay, fine. I have okay. to go. I'm applying again this year, right? And up to now, I've never seen my results, my new term results. Very funny. And, <laughs> and they oh. said that it's, it's most likely because I may have, sorry, the, the center I went to, my exam, but I've completed exam process, and so everybody there is messed up. Everybody there is affected. 
Oh. Of that. Yeah. And so very funny. I'm like, at this science, I won't study in school because I don't study here to start with. <laughs> if, I to, if, I to, if I have to study, if I have to go to school, then I really hope it's not in Nigeria because Nigeria is really, really, really need. <laughs> okay so so um i mean that's an exciting story michael right a lot of people have that have this similar experience with with you um they've they've gone into tech while waiting for admission and along the way they discover their purpose and they think it's it's deeper than going to the university um which is very very relatable for for a number of us who've, who've had a similar mm-hmm. experience yeah so but now think looking back at those two years and the experience of your friends as a strike and all do you really think you've you've missed anything um and concerning education what what will be your next plan okay so um great question really good question so i don't think i have missed anything because i don't see education as going to a school i don't think education is limited to that 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 field right just going to school and then i think education is broad right and there's so many resources out there right even what and sad story right sad thing even the schools we want to go to right their their curriculum their syllabus is actually kind of old right it's old and that's sad really mm-hmm. it's very old and so the resources out there they're like <laughs> just open your youtube app really <laughs> like there are a lot of things out there mm-hmm. to learn and you don't even need to attend the only reason why many people I believe are going to school right now, just to start truth, just to get the paper because that simply believes that okay, one day in the future we will need this paper. Mm-hmm. But deep down, that's you know that learning school, you can actually like learning right now in any boot camp, like Abigail said, or even in any you can just like I literally learned coding from YouTube. I did not go to any like school dedicated wow. to coding. Wow. Like so, I was on my own at home. I was learning coding. <laughs> wow, so yeah. so your coding skill is so self-taught. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'm self taught. I didn't go to any school. Wow, that's fantastic. I feel like clapping now. Um, <laughs> okay, so Abigail, despite these challenges with school, and um, I, I know I don't, I don't know what your educational status is, but how have you been able to manage your passion and, and, and these other pressures? Sorry, what's the question again? Okay, so. I'm just I'm just picking off Michael's experience. I'm asking. I don't know what your educational status is, but how have you been able to manage the pressure of um, of of following your passion in tech and and the education system, family pressure, daily life experience, and all? I've been able to manage those those conflicting pressures. Okay, so I graduated high school last year. Okay, and at some point when I was in high school, I had to like post school try to like study for my senior year exams and also improve. But that did not like, yeah, that didn't like kill my interest in fashion. I continued coding like during the holidays, and I also like engage in global competitions yes that's interesting yeah Demi, you want to ask a question okay um so you've been coding for two years um what's been like your biggest 
biggest challenge in the years of, in the of years practice. Of... Like since we started coding or learning to code and gotten a job, you've been creating solutions. What's been like the biggest challenge you've had? Uh, Michael, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, so, well, before I continue, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Michael. Okay, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, so I was saying, the, what, the challenges I felt like, more of mental challenges, right? Like, more of mental challenges and it was imposter syndrome. That feeling you get when, like, you don't feel like you're up to task or, right? And those those things, I did feel it when I was starting out. And that's, that was a challenge for me, right? Where I later began, I think there was really, because, it was very fast growth and people keep on telling me every day that it was very fast and even i am very surprised it was very very fast growth because in the of three months i was i became a full stack like i was coding every day so i don't think oh, i was any talent. wow you became full yeah. stack in three months yeah wow yeah it was crazy i'm sure <laughs> i did my, i got uh, every day. I, at, <laughs> at some point we need to have drinks so that you can tell me how you did it right <laughs> <laughs> I was coding every day, like okay. every day at home. Yeah. Like how many day. hours per day? Like at least at least six to ten hours a day I was coding. Wow, because I start with, I don't have anything I'm doing, right? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not such a fun person. Like I'm not someone that goes out. I'm very introverted in nature. So <laughs> like I didn't have anything doing. But the coding was just really the fun thing for me, right? Because I was like, I was enjoying what I was doing and it was as 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 in it got harder. But then it was fun as well because you know it starts to test your ability as well, and then right to broaden your horizon. It was really cool, seriously. I really, I don't know how I did it, but I did it in three months. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Whoa, I feel, I feel yeah, about I feel it. it. <laughs> thanks, I thanks. feel you. All right, Abigail, can you go for the same question? What challenges have you faced? Okay. Living in a community where we have no access to stable electricity and internet has been my biggest challenge. So just electricity and stable internet, those are the only challenges I encountered. I, I understand. If you, it's if an Nigerian thing. <laughs> so if you stay in an area where the internet is bad, um, and for it, or, or, or maybe electricity is bad and you need to work on a project, you can't ask the entire family to put on gen because you want to work. People would always do that at their own convenient time. That's correct, right? No, my mom always, like, she understands this. Oh, great. 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 All right, so let's 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 go to the next question. Um, biggest win so far? I mean, Michael, you shared with us all your learning curve and the exciting things but what do you consider your biggest win so far and why is that your biggest win michael are you here yeah yeah i'm sorry uh um, so uh, my biggest win right um to begin with it was landing this job i, I recently have um so i currently work with this startup logitech startup top shape and okay. I'm top shape, right then two i before i got to top shape i was like the only engineer at Keta africa Wow. And so, yeah, because I can check it out. Um, it's it's a fintech that's going to enable you like purchase phone, raise your phone, and then pay your payments. Like buy a phone, right? And you don't have to pay the whole full price. You can just pay thirty percent and split the remaining payment like a monthly installment. It's really cool. And then I was actually the only engineer there, so that means I built the whole thing at the time, right? I built the whole system. 
Wow. That was, like, that was a big thing for me as well. Like the whole front end and back end, the admin as well, because the admin part of it too. So yeah, that was also my win. Before I analyzed this job as well, touch again. So um, these are my wins so far. Also joined, also joined ZP. I don't know if you know about ZP now. Yes, of ZP. course. I know about cool. ZP. Cool, cool. Yeah. So I was a front engineer there before. Before wow. I left. Yeah, before I left for top ship. So I was there before actually and then um I mean I met these guys, right? We're all like like teenagers, right? <laughs> so I was like, we're all teenagers and we're all building this stuff and then plus plus Pleasant, Pleasant is the CEO and like Pleasant is a great guy and then brought me into this thing and then really literally built a fintech that could enable you put yourself with earth time, which is really crazy. And we made it happen, right? Before I, before I had to go, I had to actually leave, right? But then just like just my wins so far. Really glad. Oh, fantastic. Abigail, yeah. how about you? Okay, my biggest win is getting into cybersecurity. Yeah. Okay. So after the bootcamp, I I I did like I did research and since I don't know how to like use the internet so well then. So I I I got limited resources. Wait, it was last year, 2020, my sister introduced me to um, the Cyber Girls Cybersecurity Fellowship. She used to say that I was interested in cybersecurity, but I didn't know, like, know how to go about learning. So I registered for it. I passed the interview and got into the program. And I graduated from the program last year, last mm. February this year. So far, I have gotten a lot of experience with met a lot of people in Nigeria and of course to meet other people here in the field. And also another biggest win for me is um, I joined the Technovation Girls Challenge here uh, MTC. Yeah. There I worked on I came up with this project kind of like AI powered wearable priority mobile app that will monitor and diagnose disease from an early stage here. Mm. Mm. That's that's. So I, I, yeah, go ahead. I can hear it. Yeah. Okay. I was inspired to like work on that because my aunt died of cancer yeah, during the pandemic. Oh. Yeah, she died of cancer, oh. and it was like overly So that's why I was Do you due to lack of resources, I only have the prototype to be available. Mm. That that's an interesting share, Abigail. That's an interesting share. Thanks for Thank sharing you. with us. Um, so Michael, I just wanted to ask this on the on this side. I just want to hear your your thoughts, especially with your experience. A lot of people think that uh, the younger generation, yours and uh, people that are a bit older, really have like uh, some sense of uh, loyalty to any brand or company and I, and I can hear from your experience that you've worked with like three different startups is that exactly correct what was the reason for for changing from one point to the other oh, okay um good question really and yeah that's very true and the gen z's are more loyal and it was really tough giving their face to begin with right so i when i sell in as a code after three months, right, I've gone full stack. And then the next one after that third month, I got this, like I got my first gig. 
right? Yeah. I'm not trying to give context to what I'm trying to explain, sorry. Yeah, sure. Um, so I later joined ZP, so I just went to ZP and then we served in ZP together and I was actually loyal and I was like, we're all together and usually we're doing this stuff. I was with ZP too, even after I joined Kesa, I was still with ZP until I got Topship and Topship is like really big, <laughs> like really big and then the, I saw the job description, it was very demanding, right, very demanding, meaning like teachers literally they literally bought my time <laughs> right so i had to like go full scale in and i also knew that joining this would be a new field for me one new experience new knowledge that i've not gotten before because i've been working with fintech companies so far and i would like to join a logitech company like get to understand the shipping space and how things work so the question is do you think the question is how loyal right yeah yeah so i think it really depends on the job description, like I said earlier, it depends really. Um, depends on your career as well. But then, my mentor just tell me that you shouldn't stay at least a year, right, in the particular company because not because of the loyalty. Yes, you should be loyal in the sense, but you're also part of who you are today. But then also gaining a lot of experience and knowledge, and that is always so. You're just prioritizing these things, right? Mm. So. Loyalty mm. should always be there because up to now I still I still ask about ZP how it's going. Mm. But then of course I still need to gain more knowledge. I still need to put my as in I'm I'm still very young in this tech thing. Yeah, even though I'm a bit like big, big advances, I'm still very young and like I still need to know a lot of things about mm. this space. Right. And so I will tell you that you should be loyal. Yes, but if you have a chance to broaden your horizon, if you have a chance to get more new knowledge that you haven't gotten before, like and and you can do it and i i'll tell you should go after it really go after okay. it of course this knowledge will help you one day in the future really okay and um yeah, yeah that's what yeah. i'll say yeah fantastic answer michael uh so my last set of questions will be uh there are a lot of young people that are going to listen to this podcast and they will be really be thinking how how can i get to be like these guys so if you are to advise uh people who want to going to tech space like you, Abigail, uh, what advice would you give them? Okay, am I going first? No, no, let let, let Abigail go first. Yeah, for cyber security, you first of all, you need to be like, you need to have an interest. Yeah, because at some point, you might get overwhelmed. You, you, You need to like be interested in it. And also, there are so many resources on the internet. The first platform I'll recommend you is to check the Try Hack Me platform. Yeah, it's for beginners, people who are just getting into the field. And also, we have Hack the Box. You can check out Hack. Sorry, call the name again. Box to check Udemy. We have a lot of cybersecurity. Okay. Try Hack Me, Hack the Box. Okay. Udemy, so like you have to since there, um, Coursera and YouTube. We have a lot of resources on YouTube. There are so many people for you to like check out on YouTube. Yeah, there's some like um cybersecurity experts you can check out. We have um hackers ploit, we have um we have IPsec, we have um 
we have so many others I can't really remember now, but just make use of the internet to research. Check out what your check out my interests. You do your research, check for resources available. Also, you must have a laptop. Yeah, you must have a laptop because there are a lot of things you won't be able to learn unless you have a laptop. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Abigail. Um, Michael, you can go ahead. What would be your advice for people who want to newly get into this space, like you, young people? All right, all right. So, um, first of all, I, I heard a lot of people saying that putting is hard, right? It's hard and all. So, I'm gonna tell you that yes, it's hard, right? It's very hard, so it's not easy. <laughs> but also, <laughs> to tell you, though, I'm not screwing you, though. The point is this the point is actually that, um, when it comes to tech, it requires consistency, I believe. To begin with, if you want to start, you need to be able to be very, very consistent because yes, you come across a lot of challenges along the way. Like I bet you that, but then really enjoys one, you enjoy some problems as a person. You are annoyed by the problems you see around you and you believe that they've able to solve it, right? And you also like sometimes they never have like computers to begin with, because I know people that like they don't even code, right? And then in tech, there's UI UX, right? There are these other ways to solve these problems, right? So to create the interface to solve the problem, which is really cool for me. So point is that the point for me is that if you're someone that if you're a problem solver for me, one, two, if you are it's very, very consistent, because you need to be consistent in the way. Like it, it's it's just consistency that will actually take you there. Because like I said earlier, you come across a lot of challenges along the way. And so yeah, you need to be very consistent, you need to be very very problem solving. Um, so if you do this and you really enjoy coding as well, this is like very, very important as well. But not coding necessarily, not coding necessarily, or any other passion, right? In the tech space, you enjoy doing these things. You enjoy designing stuff. You enjoy um, coding, whatever it may be. You enjoy it. You're concerned about it. You love the idea. I give you time, really. So it's, it's, it's a matter of time and you get there, like. <laughs> And that's just that's the beauty of it, right? So that's what I'll tell you. Starting out in tech. Yeah, fantastic. Um, last question, Gavin. All right. All right. Um, it's, it's been, been a lot of for, for, for you, you and Michael, Michael uh, Abigail, so far. So what's the next big thing for you? What are you looking forward to in the next couple of months? Yeah, so far. So what's the next big Michael. couple of years? Michael. All right. All right. So next big thing. For me, um, I still want to work with Top Shape um, because I I find I still find they're trying to solve and it's very very big, like it's a very big problem, right? And I'm really glad to be part of it soon, really. So for the next couple of months, I'll still be working with Top Shape. But then later on in the future, later on in the future, really for me, I'll just be a physicist in the future, right? And then study physics, right? It's crazy because because. Because we still like no values about universal. Very funny. We still know very values about universal. Even though we had like past people in physics like Newton, um, Einstein, uh, we still know very, very little about universal. And so the other thing I'd like to do after coding would be physics and we we'll study physics. But yeah, this is like years to come actually. <laughs> but now I'd like to like develop my my um, my stand in software engineering. I'm also currently um, in this platform, right, where you can build your problem solving skills, right? Just prepare for inter- interviews. 
So I'm currently there and I'm learning how to like solve problems, right? You know, all the big notation, those boring text stuff, right? I'm currently there as we speak. Um, so yeah, that's what I'll be doing for like the next couple of months. Awesome, awesome. Abigail. Hello. Hi, Abigail. Can you hear us? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Did you get the question? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. The the next big thing for me is like develop my skills and develop my hacking skills here. Build some yeah, hacking tools here. By July, yeah, by July I should start developing some hacking skills. So I'm using this month to like improve my sorry. I'm using this month to improve my hacking skills that by July I'll start like using some hacking tools I can get. Then I, I'm also like I'm having difficulties trying to like merge college and cybersecurity. So I'm but I, I think I'm going to like solve that yeah. So um with that I'm going to like I'm preparing for my SAT exams and Try to learn cybersecurity at the same time. It's, it's difficult for us, but, but with the grace of God, yeah, I mean, like still true. And yeah, also I, yeah, I plan to like complete my project. I I applied for a grant, yeah, like the Vision Girls Grant. So I'm hoping that I make it amongst the winners, so I can like, get for this like complete the AI project and also like. Get investors like also invest in the project as well. So those are the things I'm working towards now. Developing my skills and completing my project. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. All, all the best. Thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah special yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, Michael and Abigail, Abigail for giving us a portion of your time and sharing with us your exciting experience today and the knowledge you share is just amazing amazing <laughs> i'm impressed by what you guys have done and how fast you've learned this thing it's quite exciting to learn thanks for joining us on the call we appreciate you we appreciate you having here we appreciate you michael so guys thank you for joining us on today's podcast we've had exciting conversation with with some teenagers that are doing exciting stuff. Dami, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm impressed. I'm just trying to cast my mind back to when I was 16 and 17. That story for another day, Sha. Yeah. Okay, good. So guys, yep, so guys, thank you okay. for joining us today. You can follow us on all our social media platform. You can follow us on Technet. Technet. You can follow us on all our yeah. social media. Instagram, on, Instagram. on Facebook, Facebook, and of and course, course on uh, which other platform? LinkedIn. 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 TikTok. TikTok Anywhere you are, are, you can always, always get updates. Update. Share some exciting videos on TikTok. You can see the things, some of them on our TikTok channels. And I'm at Aphorism underscore on Instagram and Twitter and all social media platforms. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, 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 I'm down, down zero, zero, zero seven. Yeah. yeah. So we so see we you sometimes next, next week. week. Have a Have great week. weekend. Gracias. Gracias. Yeah.